Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We have Jelly Roll on the show tomorrow. He'll be performing, so be sure to check out the YouTube. But so many people have messaged us about this interview. So before he comes in as like a second interview tomorrow, we wanted to play this in case you missed it from a few months ago. This is Jelly Roll and his first appearance ever here on the Bobby Bone Show. Hope you like it. I saw that you have posted an announcement saying you're coming on the show and that The Rock had liked it. Yes, sir. On your Instagram? Yes. How do you know The Rock? Uh, Dude, it's kind of weird. So, you know, The Rock has real Nashville roots. Like, super Nashville roots. So he was like, I think he went to McGavick. So he just keeps his, like, finger on the pulse of Nashville. Like, he's just, like, engulfed in the culture. And I think, like, a song of mine randomly came up on his play. It's like the most random occurrence ever. And somebody reached out and was like, yo, The Rock's going to post a, so- a video with one of your songs. I was like, please don't play with me. He was like, don't do that to me. He was like, I swear to God, this was like four or five years, six years ago. And he sure did. And ever since then, we've stayed in touch, man. He was the first person to congratulate me whenever I got uh, invited to the Grand Ole Opry. And, and he congratulated you how? He uh, sent me a voice. He sends, like, the voice memos. That's, like, his thing. You know, he'll, like... The, so you got a voice memo from The Rock? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I want to play it, but I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I listen to it every now and then to pump myself <laughs> up, though. It's like, it's like my pre-workout before I go get drunk, because I don't work out. So right before I go to a bar, I'll listen to, like, a voice memo from The Rock and be like, let's go! <laughs> uh, Jelly Rolls with us. Let's talk about, for the audience that hasn't uh, come across your music yet or who you are, like, what's up with the name Jelly Roll? So I'm obviously looked apart. And my mother named me that whenever I was a little chubby kid. Been fat my whole life. And uh, she tried to call me Jelly Roll when I was young, and I spent the next 30 years trying to grow into the name. I think I've done it. And, uh, yeah, it just stuck. And then I had a guy in high school that jokingly called me Jelly Roll. He didn't know that was my house name. And his name was One Arm Clay, and you won't believe it, but he had one arm. And uh, One Arm Clay was like, we should call you Jelly Roll. I'm One Arm Clay, and you'll be Jelly Roll. I was like, my mama calls me Jelly Roll. And then once the high school starts calling you something— you know, that's, that's the kid in Caboodle. And so when did you start doing music? I started writing songs whenever I was like seven or eight. Uh, in the words of Brantley Gilbert, I didn't know I could sing, but I knew I could talk fast. So I wrote a lot of raps. What did it for me was my mother 
Strove, first of all, my mother follows this show and she only follows like six people and I don't even think I'm one of them. I think it's like my three aunts, some dude that she shouldn't be following that has a six pack and the Bobby Bone show. So if you want to put me on y'all's Instagram, that'd be fire. We will. We'll put you up there. But uh, yeah, it just kind of just came that way. So I do want to play some of the song because it's such a good song. This is called Son of a Sinner and I'm going to play it for you now from Jelly Roll. So it's kind of a different approach from you from what I've heard. Like, this is very emotional. You're singing. It's, I mean, it's a country song. Like, why create this song in this way? Well, I had a record. I've always wrote very cathartic music. My mother struggled with addictions and mental health issues when I was younger. She's a t- totally different woman now. But Bobby, she would listen to music and it would change everything. You know, she'd put old records on and smoke cigarettes and that old moo-moo and sit at the kitchen table and just white trash as could be, just singing along to Bob Seger or Waylon Jennings. And I just remember thinking, man, I want to make music that makes people feel like this music makes my mother feel. You know, had my mother had help from a doctor, I might have been a surgeon and had a six-pack and been called Slim Totem or something. But <laughs> it's uh, it just turned out the other way. So I've always kind of wrote real songs for real people has been my goal. And the country thing was just kind of me leaning into my roots. I was born and raised right here in Nashville. You know, it's every kid's dream in Nashville to some sort to be a country music artist. And it just kind of happened organically. Me and Ernest were in the studio, about as high as a hippie, about three sheets gone, and picked up a guitar, and there it went. When you played the Opry, I think it was the end of last year, 2021, right? Yeah, that'd be a special moment, especially growing up here in Nashville. Yeah, it's like not only the historic side of country music, but it's the side of, like, driving by there my whole life. Dude, I remember the Grand Ole Opry House from the Screaming Delta Demon at Opryland. That is old-school Nashville talk. Before that whack mall was there, that mall sucks. Before that <laughs> mall was there, it was a theme park. You know what I mean? So we would watch it from the theme park, dude. It was like, I just remember as a kid just thinking, man, and, yeah, it was just like a dream come true on all fronts. Did your family think it was super cool that you were performing in that circle? Oh, yeah. Dude, my mother came. My whole family came. It was a white trash bash, dude. We were all there. Everybody wore their Sunday best, man. You should have seen it. I bought a sports coat. It was big, dude. It was a big deal, man. My daughter got dressed up. It was huge for us. We don't dress up like that for funerals or weddings. I mean, it was that big of a deal. Were you nervous? I'm nervous now. This whole thing is unreal. You got to realize, I'm a kid that was spent most of his juvenile life in jail. Dude, you are the Joe Rogan of country music. I am sitting on this is I am here. You know what I mean? It's like I was. You think I'm nervous of all this? You know, I don't want to cuss, but yeah, this is all. My nervousness makes me want to start spouting out of the mouth. <laughs> what is it about now that I mean? Because you're, I'll just say you're kind of blowing up more mainstream than ever. Like, what is it about this chapter of your life that is creating this for you now? Um, I think it's the ten year overnight success story. Right. It's the kid that slept in a van and did 230 shows a year for a hundred dollars a show. I, dude, I used to open up for a pack of bubble gum and a bag of bud. You know what I mean? So it's like I think it's just years of writing a thousand songs and thousands of songs and just kind of coming here. And I don't know. I think it's getting the opportunity to sit in places like this and tell my story. That's probably helping the most, because when you look at me, you probably don't expect to hear from me what you hear. You know, so what is your story? I mean, if someone said, hey, man, we're thinking about doing. Uh, a book with you, right? You, you considering it? I well, let's hear, let's hear your story. Like, <laughs> okay. What is and, and 
you know, you can tighten it up a bit, but what is your story that you think inspires so many people? I want y'all to be clear. Bobby Bones just signed me to a book publishing deal <laughs> on this show, y'all. So in a nutshell, I'm from Antioch, Tennessee. I grew up in a middle, lower-class community. My father was a hard-working uh, meat salesman. He ran a meat company called D. Ford Sausage and D. Ford Wholesale Meats. It's our family name. On the side, he booked bets. My mother struggled with addiction. Um, I was the youngest of four. I never controlled the radio. That's the reason that I make the kind of music I make now. And uh, at about the age of 14, I started making a series of decisions that would lead to what we call the revolving door of the judicial system. And I spent probably 12 years in and out of that system, probably nine years in, three years out, you know. The old do a year in, three months home, two years in, four months home kind of thing. And uh, I won't even talk about the crimes because I don't think there's no glory in them, and I'm not proud of them, but it is a part of my story. And it's also too many to list on this show. <laughs> but um, I, uh, yeah, man, I had a Damascus Road experience in the old Baptist term. On May 22nd, 2008, I was at CCA on Harden Place right down the street from here. I was in cell 223, and a guard knocked on my door, and it told me that I had had a daughter. Mm. And I knew that I'd heard that I'd got a young woman pregnant during one of my outs or ins, I guess, in that case. But I had, um, but I, when I was back in jail, the baby was born. And I just remember thinking, man, I, you know, I had a good father. He was a hustler, but he was a really good man. And I was like, I want to be a good father, you know. And I didn't, I didn't have any skill sets. I'd never had a job. I'm, I'm still to this day not qualified to do much more than talk to you and sing. And I was like, well, I know I can do music. So I came home and started selling CDs off of spindles and mixtapes out of trunks and doing shows and, you know, selling a little bag of bud here and there when I had to, but I got away from real criminal nefarious activities. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of led to here. Now I'm sitting here at the Bobby Bones show, you know, ready to talk to Lunchbox about drinking tequila. Are you a big tequila drinker? Oh, goodness. Is that, is that the drink? Oh, boy, listen. Oh. It's like when you <laughs> blow the whistle and a dog hears it. He's the only one in the room that hears it. Can we? Are we shooting some? You got some? It's not this early. <laughs> okay. no. like, it's morning time. He gets excited. He's like, oh, well, oh, good right. morning. <laughs> I, like, I thought this was where you busted out the bottle. Like, well, coincidentally, <laughs> The Rock sent us some Terramana. I was going to be like, yes. You have a lot of face tattoos. I do. How many on your face? I never counted. Well, I'm, if I'm guessing, well, there, some of them connect, right? When you have to commit to your first face tattoo, is that a big decision? I was too young to commit to anything when I did that, for what it's worth. What was the first one? Uh, I think I had the cross and the teardrop at the same time when I was one of my stints on a state-funded vacation. Oh, you had them done in prison? Oh, yeah. I didn't seem safe. No, 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 but it's, it's the safest thing there. Oof. You think that's not safe? You should see the stuff that happens in prison then, Bobby. Let me tell you, that right there is grade oh, A safety, buddy. Let me tell you, that, that would pass the commission. The CDC would approve compared to the other stuff happening in there. Well, you have a rose up near your, uh, I do. above your left eye. I and did. that connects down to, what is that? It's a heart with a locket. And at this point, you've seen it so many times, it's probably just your face, right? Well, I see it backwards, too. So, you know, you got to think, when you're telling me something's on, I don't know what side what's on. I'm, you have one that goes down. Bobby just, Bones is reading me. Just I don't know for the audience. Just, I, I, listen, I'm being read I right want to now. describe to our audience. He also has one that's like a straight line going down into his left eye, and it comes down below, all yeah, the way down. Yeah, that's the clown. The, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the word above the eyebrow? Uh, my son, Noah. Okay. Yep, yep. And this is ignorance on my part, but we've always heard that the teardrops, like if you have a teardrop oh, and it's not filled in. Oh, no. Well, I'm just asking. Oh, I don't no. know. Yeah. Ignorance. Oh, no. You can teach me. Oh, if it's not filled in, you attempted to kill someone and were unsuccessful. If it's filled in, it was a success. No comment. 
That's why you don't answer no, that joking, question. I'm joking. Oh my God. I'm joking. He goes I'm being to jail facetious. now. For the show. I'm being facetious. <laughs> oh, no. Minor for the tears. We'll never forget we shed. See? Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I asked. <laughs> Jelly rolls in studio, which, I, uh, by the way, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> this is um, awesome. Which, by the way, uh, Dead Man Walking, number one uh, rock song. As of today. So, I thought that's why we were shooting tequila and you, 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 you muffed the punt. Son you, of you a sinner. Me. <laughs> most added. Dead Man Walking, number one on the rock chart. Do we have a clip of that, Ray? Same album. Here it is. And you would you consider yourself first and foremost a hip hop artist? No, 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 dude. I consider myself a singer songwriter. I guess I just knew you from doing hip hop first, though. I know, ain't and, that crazy? And it's you being a hip hop artist, and then the rock stuff, and now the country stuff. But I think that's that's the attitude. Like you're just creating based on what you feel. Just make just make real music for real people. I call it therapeutic music, Bobby. It's just important. Some music's meant to be heard, and some music's meant to be felt. And I hyper-focus on making music that people can feel. You know, it's kind of the Willie Nelson effect. I'm a, he wasn't big, but I'm a big jovial guy in real life, you know, kind of a hippie. But Willie wrote the saddest songs, and I feel like that's kind of where, when I get in that studio, my wife calls it my uh, confessional booth. It's kind of my therapy. Do you ever confess to something? And she's like, I didn't know that. No, 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 dude. We're best friends, dude. I can't surprise that one with anything. I wish I could surprise her. We've lost all surprise. I, she, she helps me find boils on my butt. I mean, we're as close as you could be. I, okay. What? Boils yeah. on his butt. Like, oh. she, they're so close, she'll look okay. and find them. Okay, yeah, okay got sure. it. Yep. Oh, wow. Thank you. The watch. The watch is screaming at me. Why, thank you. Like that, I was hoping it would. Is that, that, <laughs> is that real? Yes, sir. Well, no, in case somebody wants to hit me in the head later. Yeah, it depends on who's asking. I mean, that is a watch, and it looks loaded with diamonds. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, that is... My uh, wife bought me this. Back to her. Shout out to my wife, Bunny. I love her to death. Your, but, yeah. And your wife's name is... Bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E. And is that, is it like Jelly Roll Bunny, or is her name really Bunny? Her name's Bunny. Yeah, she was Bunny before me, so... You ever think about changing your name officially to Jelly Roll, so it could be your legal name? I've thought about it, but I just, I don't... You know, I don't like going, I don't like paperwork. You probably could imagine. Yeah, I've considered making Bones my real middle name so I can use, or if I run for office, right. and I can officially use it. When you run for office. Can I be your running mate? No, Did no. I get a book deal and an offer to be a running mate in one show? Zero. Bobby, I'm blown away by this, Zero man. This is more than I ever expected. <laughs> what are your live shows like? Like Incredible. Okay. Man, I, I, let me brag for a second. I'm a humble guy, but man, we turn that thing upside down. It is it, the live shows cover everything from old classic rock to hip hop to country to soul. We do a little Motown in there. I mean, it is an incredible show. It's a live band, two guitars, bass, DJ to keep the old school hip hop element alive and well. More of an MC than a DJ, but he'll still scratch a little bit here and there. Drums, we do it right. Adding a steel player this year, it's going to be fire. You're adding a steel player. We are. Oh, that's awesome. We got a full blown country album in the works, baby. This wasn't this this you know. Make no mistake, it looks like a toe tap, but I'm finna do a cannonball in the country music bubble. I'm, I'm on the way. I'm belly flopping. I saw that you and Brantley are doing some shows together. One of my favorite dudes on earth. So how did Brantley Gilbert, I guess he got in touch with you and said, hey, come do some shows with me? Yeah, he called me one night, which was like the craziest call ever. But I kept hearing around town, hey, man, you need to meet Brantley Gilbert, man. Y'all look like y'all get in trouble, and I love people I'll get in trouble with. And everybody kept telling him, hey, have you met Jelly Roll? Y'all should meet. And he finally, you know, I guess... The word of travel, he called me and said, hey, I want to do some shows next summer. And what's crazy is I had done a podcast with my wife a couple years earlier, and I was like, when it comes to doing shows, I think artists miss the old school approach of like, 
doing it for people and doing it for the exposure. So I was like, if and I, th- this was two years ago on my wife's podcast, three years ago, I said, if Brantley Gilbert, Kid Rock, or Shinedown called me, I would not even ask what the amount of money was. I'd say, yes, I want to go on tour with them. And I'm literally doing 30 dates with Shinedown this year and like 10 dates with Brantley Gilbert. That's cool. Yeah, it was the, just complete manifestation. So I'm, I'm looking at you, and you're in black, and you got the chains on and the face tattoos and the, the bling. Do you know we've met before? Oh, yeah. No, I oh, see you. you. I try, I, listen, I tried to make them turn the golf cart around and chase you. But we've met, okay, and I didn't want to, I've met Jelly while playing golf before. Yeah, I was fixing to say, this is the most memory I have. And, was I was with Steve Hodges from and, Sony. Right, and he's like playing golf on a nice course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to blow up your spot and be like, I've seen Jelly Roll playing at a nice golf yeah. course. Oh, yeah. So are you are you a big golfer? It, well, I'm I'm big in golf, but I'm not a big golfer. <laughs> I'm not a good golfer, but I really I enjoy anything that you can have a cocktail at 9 a.m. and people don't judge you. And golf is that sport. We've all been out there with an old man that ordered a Jack and Coke at 8.15 in the morning. Nobody says nothing to that old man except for that's awesome, right? That only happens on tour in a golf course, you know? When I saw you, you were the big record guy. Were you guys talking about this project now? Or you no, just, we're just, just hanging. Life? No, I was already, I'd already uh, signed with Broken Bow at that time. And we were just, you know, I love Hodges, man. He's a good dude. And, you know, I've got a, you know, just good dude, man. He's fun to golf with. I, we, we play good together. And I'll also gas him up and get him drunk on that back nine. And I think people intentionally bring me out on days when they want to get loose. Whenever you have to go to the golf course, though, you know, it's tucked in. You got your nice. Because I saw you looking like a golfer. Yes, sir. Does that feel foreign <laughs> with the collared shirt? Oh, yeah. I never look goofier. <laughs> yeah, I've never looked goofier, man. I, I'm telling you, I don't wear collared shirts for nothing but the opera. I didn't even wear them to court. How many times do you think you've been to court? Oh, 50. Easy. A hundred. I, well, I couldn't even imagine. If we get serious for a second, what would you say to a kid now that's listening to this, 14, 15 years old, that maybe is not growing up in the most ideal situation and has to make some tough choices right now like you did? Man, it's, if we can get serious about that subject, we're doing a show later in Nashville this year, big show, and I'm donating 100% of the money from the show to help build a music program in the juvenile here in Davidson County, and I'm matching it with my own money dollar for dollar. So should, you're raising should, money and then matching the money you raise. Yes, sir. And I why, believe artists need to start stroking a check, man. I hate when artists just want to fundraise and they don't want to reach in their old precious bank account. Put your money where your mouth is, you know? And why is that important to you? Because I think these kids, when I was in juvenile, Bobby, nobody ever came to talk to me that I understood. Right. God bless them. The Gideons would come and they'd slide a Bible under the door. And I appreciate that because I read that Bible a thousand times and they'd go, God bless you, young man. But, you know, it was an 80 year old dude with a suit and tie that was disconnected by a door. Nobody comes through and gives these kids hope. And I've been to the adult prison and I've been to the juvenile prison. The adult prison is full of a bunch of grown men who need to figure out a way to break a cycle. The juvenile is full of a bunch of young kids that don't think they know any better. They don't know any better. You know, and I'm a big advocate for justice reform because when I was 16, I made a decision that I'm not proud of, but ended up getting charged as an adult. And here I stand in front of you 20 years removed from that decision. I'm not allowed to carry a firearm. I'm not allowed to vote. I just had to fight tooth and nail to get a passport. I'm missing millions of dollars in Canada that I'll never be able to go get because of a decision I made 20 years ago. I was 16 years old, dude. I mean, I don't know if I can say this, but I hadn't I hadn't even started sprouting hair down there. You know, and here I was being charged as a full-blown addict. I couldn't buy a pack of cigarettes, but you justified my my criminal act is enough to charge me as an adult. I'm, I'm super passionate about that. These kids need 
chances. They need to see outside of their environment. I have people right now, Bobby, that are from my neighborhood that never left my neighborhood. They watch the Tennessee Titans on TV, and I call them now that I'm successful. I'm like, I'll take you to a game. They're like, no, I'm cool. I'm like, you know that stadium's 11 minutes from your house. Never seen it. They don't know anything past that environment. Nobody ever comes through and tries to help these kids, man. And I, that's what I'm the most passionate about, and that's what I want to help with the most. And I'm going to put my money where my mouth is when it comes to it. What about your kids? How do you how do you plan to be a good dad and use what you've been through as an example to your kids? My daughter is almost she'll be 14 this month, and her mother had got into a bout with heroin and had a rough addiction, and we ended up getting custody of her, her and my man, my, my wife, eight or nine years ago. I have my daughter all the time. She flies out on weekends. I mean, I, I seen her this morning on the way to school. I'll be the first thing she sees when she comes home from school. And to me, parenting is just about honesty. You know, it's just about being really honest and having open dialogue. These kids are exposed to stuff so much faster than we were because of the Internet. Dude, back whenever I wanted to get a little risky, I had to go put together pieces of magazines. Right. You know, I had to go find them in various spots. You know, these kids are exposed to so much stuff. And uh, to me, it's just about being honest and having a dialogue. My, my daughter is is like I call her my little road dog. That's my little homie. You know, that's my, my little best friend. And we talk like that. And every now and then you got to be dad. You got to growl and show your teeth. But ultimately, it's just about bringing her along the way and keeping her as close as you can and just kind of watching it grow. Sounds like honesty is. A massive part of who you are. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, I, Lunchbox has met me outside of here. Same guy that's sitting here, same guy I was there, you know. Where'd you guys meet? Well, uh, softball. We played softball together, and we drank a lot. We did. It's factual. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was excited to bring this up. <laughs> you, play, you play softball, you play golf. Yeah. Where are you doing the equestrian? Dude, like, I'm an that? oversized. <laughs> Listen, I am an athlete in an alcoholic's body, Bobby. I'm trying to tell you, man, I am, I hit a bomb, didn't I? I you hit did. a stinger, dude. I had the most famous base hit in celebrity softball history. Oh, I was one of the celebrity games. Yeah. I thought yeah. you guys were in like a secret league or something. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We played on Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we bowl on Wednesdays. Come hang out. Oh. We'll talk about that book. <laughs> Jelly Roll's here with us. Congra- again, congratulations on Dead Man Walking. Thank you, sir. Being a number one song. It's, it's great. Son of a Sinner, again, most added at Country Radio, and you have a whole country album coming out. I do. Yeah, me and Brantley have been writing a lot, me and Ernest. I got some stuff in the, in the kettle pot, man. I'm, I'm cooking, baby. Well, we're going to play Son of a Sinner now. But, man, just appreciate you coming in. You know, I think you, gotta, you have a great message. I think you can speak to the people that you want to speak to. And, again, you're probably one of the only people that can. Right. You know, because unless you come from something – you almost don't want to listen to people lecture you. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I'm from a very small town uh, in Arkansas, and it's like people don't understand unless they've experienced it. Right. So I appreciate your message, and I think you're probably reaching a lot of people um, when others can't. So, and you had to go through a lot to actually get that message and, and gather those tools. But, man, it's good to see you here. I feel good. Dude, I'm a huge fan of the show. My mama's a fan of the show. We're all like... This is a big deal, man. We're keeping up with the the big acting debut, and I'm looking forward to drinking with Lunchbox again. I'm 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 totally in the know of this show. This isn't. I didn't do research on the way in. I literally I seen Luke Combs sit in his seat, and I was like, we're getting close. I'm bigger than Luke, but it looks like he's comfortable in it. So now that I'm in it, I feel great, and I, I'd I'd love to come back and talk again. And one thing you're always going to get from me, Bobby, for better or worse, is honesty and real. And I, I do want to be a voice for the voiceless. I do want to help the people that. 
you know, the, the, the music's here to help. And uh, I think that's what music did for me. To this day, music helps me through my darkest moments. We got three minutes as songwriters to change the way people feel or to ride with them in the darkest moment or the best moment of their life. And I take those three minutes more than I, more serious than I take anything else in my life. I appreciate that. And at Jelly Roll 615 if you want to follow him. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. 